everyone. Go. Hi, uh, everyone. You <laughs> <laughs> always feel so nervous doing that now. Oh, I don't, I don't know why. Actually, there's no reason for this to happen. I mean, no. I, should be, I should feel more comfortable in my own surroundings, shouldn't We've I? We've done 13 of these or 14 of these. You've, you've, you've introduced every single one. <laughs> you get nervous. You don't get nervous on the show in general, but you I get like, nervous. Do you know what? It's because when we do it in a pub, I like the... Uh, I like the sort of snappy. I like the I like the liveness. Yeah, this was much more restrained for some reason. Uh, anyway, welcome yeah. to the. <laughs> All right. Do you, you want to just? Yeah. Okay. Go on. Start it again. Welcome to the D Trout Spinners podcast. I am your host Mars Pinnell, and with me. Well, I'm. I'm. My name's Gary Forrester, and I just want to. Oh. I just want to thank you, Miles to start with for inviting me on your podcast every thank you week. thank you it's, i really you're very appreciate welcome. it um it's you, something you met the bill you fit the bill i want to miss other people there for the job no i treasure it you're a i i hopefully i can live up to your expectations as a guest and uh yeah cheers thanks very this much is, this is like that bit in the office when they're going if we're looking for a role model someone in this sort of work facility mm. who would you my dad my dad no no yeah, if we dad, didn't you take, just you say your parents are red <laughs> um yeah but no uh let me just let me just um uh say oh that was a joke this is a joint podcast it's gary and miles is podcast d trout spinners and this is basically a pod if this is your first one listening unlikely because everyone goes to the dickie anderson episode but if this is your first one this is a retrospective love letter to the ricky gervais show that aired on xfm between 2002 and 2004 why don't you marry them then? Yeah, why don't you marry? you marry? Marry them. Uh, we've got quite a lot to get through today, actually. Well, it's quite. A, there's quite a lot that went on during the show, wasn't yeah. there? Yeah. Like the XFM show that we're reviewing. We're reviewing, I think, episode fourteen of series two today. Um, That's right. But before that, I was saying, to, I said this to you off air, and you said, "I'll oh, say that on air." So I will. Um, like I said, I, I asked you the question. I said, do you feel much better now that the weather's shit? And you said, yeah. Uh, and your girlfriend said, yeah. I think it's it feels a lot better, doesn't it? It feels horrible when it's so sunny. I think, it's be, it's be, yeah, it's, there's obviously a bit of that. But also, you don't feel guilty about not going outside. And there's something intrinsically comforting about the sound of rain on yeah. a glass pane. And also, you're you're... It's cold outside. It's warm inside. Um, I don't know. You, it's like a little nest, isn't it? You yeah, know? and it just basically it makes you it makes you feel less bad about being stuck inside. It makes yeah. me feel less bad. Like, well, my mum and... wanted this to happen like in the winter. She's like, "Why the f- can't this happen in winter?" Yeah. Like, it just so happens that it started to happen just as the weather was transitioning from horrible to to good and those sunny days we had last week those really sunny and warm days oh. were torture really because you can go out for a walk but that's not the same as going and sitting on the beach you know when you come down here we sometimes go out and sit get get by <laughs> like these lambrini bowls or whatever <laughs> and sit on the beach and uh, well that's never happened <laughs> no it wasn't lambrini but it's, <laughs> it was the cheapest wine i've ever bought oh that, that was when the police picked you up wasn't it no, that I think the no. No, was... no let, let me just let me just explain what happened. Basically, um, we we yeah we were on the beach, so we walked back to the station. Mars um, got his train. I walked out the back way towards my um, towards my flat, and 
I, I was just walking along listening to probably Oasis uh, quite loud on the headphones and I just got a tap on the shoulder. I was walking quite quickly, got a tap on the shoulder. There's a policeman, two policemen there. And he said, he like, hello, he said, <laughs> there's a fire. <laughs> That's a fireman. Um, he said, uh, oh, we've had reports that there was some antisocial behaviour um, from a group of youths. And he said, someone, someone, point, someone gave a description that was similar to you. And he looked at me and said, to be honest, um, and I said, of course not. No, I wasn't, I wasn't doing anything. It's, oh, it's weird. From the I, I, I like, love you. No, I love you, man. But um, no, I was like, no, I, I, I honestly, I said, on, and I was being very gentle. They could tell. Like, I was, of course. And he said, to, I, no, he said, look, I believe you. And he said, to be honest, they said it was a group of youths and you're clearly not a youth. Like, <laughs> you're clearly, like, I was a bit disappointed at that because I could have been at least looking about 25. But no, he's like, you're you're obviously not a youth. And he so he took my address and he said, if we need to get in touch with you, we'll we'll get in touch. But that was too but Also, broadly, every man kind of does look the same. Short hair. Well, it, was, it was what I was wearing. It was the colour of the top that I was wearing. So. Yeah, but even then, what what? Most men wear what? Most guys were just like jeans and a top. It could be no, any bloke no. with a jeans and a top. I know, I know. But I, I have, um, you know, maybe sitting on the beach with you was antisocial. But <laughs> other than that, I've no, I was not engaging in antisocial. <laughs> it was a group of views. It often happens at Brighton Station, but I've never been stopped by the police before. But yeah, there was my. That's my criminal streak. Wow. revealed put that on the front page on the front of the apple podcast like gary reveal gary the yeah. truth that will look really good against the three-star review we had as well oh yeah we you, mars, <laughs> mars not stop going on about this three-star review. yeah we got a three-star review it was um i'm joking it, though, by the way i'm over it i'm genuinely no, you, over you it. don't you don't have to face bloody fljs every week i mean i'm go, i'm going you know he's don't he's, worry about him no i'm not worried about him. um he said I'll, I'll just read this out now he said um this was in reply to last week's episode great one maybe the best episode yet gay gaz being a bit tipsy definitely helped your show, Miles. So thanks very much, FLJS. He, he loves me. Um, he does. And we've got more of him coming up in our um, regular feature, XFM and the Community, coming up soon. Okay. But, to, well, to but, get... but there are there are other listeners. I, I want to say it's not just FLJS, but two or three. I, I just I just want to say, in all seriousness, I think FLJS and I have we we banter between each other. Um, quite a bit particularly him bantering towards me but we i really appreciate him as a listener he's a he's a he's a, he's a good listener and he actually makes interesting comments so yeah oh we you can you can still call me a c-u-n-t f-l-j-s that's okay we've got that relationship i don't on. think that was ever in question yeah, no. <laughs> people but, will do um, whatever they want to do gary no but I'm, absolutely yeah, fine i can i can still interact with them yeah do it but yeah, I am. I've done it. See you later. Okay, so basically, we're gonna. Uh, so you said, what, what were you gonna say? Because we should get to the show soon, and then we can kind of deviate from there. Oh no, I was gonna say. Oh no, I was gonna get on with it. <laughs> oh okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we're we're so in sync. We just we can read each other's minds, yeah. or maybe we can't. But um, so yes, this so. week. This week, it is season two, episode 14, 16th of November, 2002. Gary, what would you? What were you doing? 16th of November, 2002. 2002. I was in Birmingham Uni, mate. I was um, went to study sociology. I would have been 
um in i was it and it was i'll tell you it was torture i i left after a term but i was actually i couldn't get a you know there's rooms in halls so most people go to halls yeah. I couldn't get a single room, so I was sharing a room with a guy, a random guy who I didn't know. And oh, you know how I feel about I sharing can't rooms. even imagine, even then, when you were more, I was when you were more flexible and lenient. Like, I can't. I was, like, yeah, I was. I was. Um, it was horrible, so I left anyway. But that's what I was doing um, on this day. This episode aired. <laughs> well, what Ricky and Steve and Carl were doing is uh, MTV offered Carl the opportunity to record a screen test, but he was reluctant. Carl interviews a woman who claims to have a ghost living in, in her house, and his mum sends in her rockbusters. If you haven't listened to the show already, uh, do check in with us after, but I'll put a link into uh, the description where you can go to Podrot and you can listen to this episode and then come back to us after. There's also all of the shows on there. So if you haven't uh, listened to the XFM shows before, do do go over to that. And there's there's also so much cool archive stuff there, like Adam and Joe. There's even like the Steve show from um, Six Music, which I've never Six. ever listened to. Is this on? Is this the Podrock? Yeah. Is this on Pod? Yeah, the Podrock. So we've got a little collaboration sort of thing with Podrot. I mean he's we we're gonna plug his site as you say it's brilliant it's got every single sh show there um and he will post a link to our show on the bottom of the show the shows that he's posted won't it smooth, that's smooth, smooth. Well, I'm just, uh, yeah well oh yeah you can talk he's <laughs> always tripping over your words i'm just trying to think of the best way to construct that sentence but basically Podrot, go to Podrot. it's great i didn't know it had the steve episodes i didn't know it had adam and joe on there i thought it was just ricky gervais show but well, now you do Podrot is um something like seven or eight in the comedy charts or, or so it's it's doing really well um, um what are your so yeah now that you've listened my, to that episode my well, initial ah. reaction i think it was it was a good episode there was there was a couple of bits that i wasn't as keen on i mean the, the boxing chat returns we spoke about this a couple of episodes ago there there's quite a bit of boxing chat at the beginning so i don't think it gets off to the best start um it's okay the boxing chat is just not something i would constantly listen to it's something i tend to skip um when i'm just listening but other than that, the um, educating Ricky, brilliant back on. That's my. I think I genuinely think this is my favourite. Yeah, it's one Ricky of the... because it's just I doing the quotes for this. You know, we normally do five quotes each. I've got yeah ten, and that was hard. Uh, yeah, I've got that a lot. <laughs> um, but it's not just that. There was I. I love the interaction about um the removal guy oh. i just love that i love there's there's a lot of parts of this episode i love i wouldn't say it's my absolute favorite episode because as i say it's got some bits that i would call quite a bit pedestrian in chat at the beginning bit of filler but um in general this is um this is up there with with the great shows it, it it's a show actually if you're listening to this and then you're going to go and listen to the show don't give up on it because it's a show that actually gets better and better as it goes on right to the end and uh, yeah, I re I really enjoyed I think it. It's, I think it's got a really strong start, particularly when they're talking about getting Carl in for a screen test and oh, hearing yeah. his reticence. Yeah, not... And then the dad, uh, his dad, gun. He looked like a right twat oh, yeah. <laughs> when he's watching got, him do yeah. little donkey. Yeah, let me just revise what I said. Then I think that it's not that everything at the start is bad and then it gets brilliant. It's just that 
it's a slower start because there are good bits, but then they go to the boxing chat and then they kind of get to really good stuff. But I love that. And I would say one thing I think is that Carl's absolutely right at the beginning. It does ruin radio to have someone filming you, even if you're not going to like if, if, if someone was filming us now, it would change how we speak and interact. And yeah. Carl's right there. Like Ricky's like, it, it changes uh, Carl's saying it changes um, it ruins radio and it does I think it does ruin radio so we would, I was reading this article and it was all about obviously everyone's doing like zoom chats now because of the lockdown and it was saying how it's actually like quite exhausting to do a zoom chat because how much is it it's like 70% of what we communicate is in our body language yeah. but when, yeah. when you're using like if it's just a zoom call for instance you're really having to like think so hard about what you say and how you say it purely through like, uh, in, in a verbal manner rather yeah. than, you know, well, people in, can in see person, you. They, they can see you, can't they? So it's, it's no, 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 but this was talking about just a call, you know, uh, just, just a pure call, but it's not the same anyway. No. And it, it, it does ruin radio. And actually there's a bit on this episode that I quite like. It's not, not for being funny, but it just shows the complexity of Ricky. Whereas, Ricky, we would all agree, I think, is the most naughty. Like, he's the one who would go furthest, like, push the back, push the line furthest and go over the line and be really offensive and naughty. But he's also, he's a complex character because when Carl's doing his mum's rockbusters and Steve says, yeah, I see what you're saying, they're not really so much, like, basically insulting her, Ricky's like, leave her alone. And that's actually typical of Ricky. He kind of goes... He he's he's the most naughty, but he actually is quite he's quite protective of defenseless people. And in this in that scenario, Carl's mum was was um, defenseless, whereas Steve would happily insult her. But Steve mm. wouldn't go as far as Ricky. But Steve would, would have been quite immature at the time, being like 29. Yeah, whatever. yeah but 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 I'm saying Ricky's the most immature and he's 40. Oh, yeah. You know, but, but have but, you heard? Um, have you ever on, heard? But, but, let me Sorry. just finish that point. But he's the most immature, Ricky. But he's very—he's a complex character because he does kind of—he's protective over those. He kind of senses when actually someone's not up for it. They're not up for kind of being mocked, and he's kind of like leave her alone. I quite like that. I always like hearing him say leave her alone. You know, it's quite—it's just kind of a nice moment. It reminds you of how complex Ricky is as a character. As someone that's got like a really good relationship with with his mum, I love hearing um, on the early, early shows, you know, series uh, zero, I believe they're called. And just the calls he has with his mum, they're just so sweet and affectionate. And he's obviously quite he's quite naughty with her. <laughs> he tries yeah. to make her swear. I've, I've heard, I've, I've oh, heard so it's so sweet. And I just I would love to. um. Oh man, she must feel so proud of him. Like now, to to have the she, career. She's dead now, you know. Yeah, but... no, I know. But what what? I just I don't know. I I'm quite an emotional person. So when I hear that stuff, I just love someone who's got a lovely relationship with their parents. I think it's yeah. So... I hate it. <laughs> um, no, it's. I mean, I've I've got a, uh, you know my relationship with my parents is fine, but you you've got a particularly close relationship with your mum, and in fact, actually, I'm developing a close relationship with your mum. I, 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 <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do a mum swap at some point, and uh, luckily they're both called Jane, so it won't be that confusing. Are they? Yeah, you know they are. Yeah, maybe I do. 
What well, are you talking about? Are they? We've discussed this dozens and dozens of times. But yeah, so it's it's kind of it, I like I like hearing Ricky say, you know, leave her alone because he's not just like right going to scorched earth, be offensive to everything and everyone. He's like, no, he recognizes where she's been. She's done a sweet thing, Carl's mum. She's tried her best. They yeah. are they are funny clues because they're so rubbish. But you know, Ricky's kind of quite protective of her, and I like that. I like that, in Ricky. What are your favourite sort of um, not not favourite quotes, but or what what are your main impressions of the show? Because I've gone. Well, I think I think just to sort of snowball on what you're saying, Gaz. Um, that sort of business talk that is, you know, the sort of uh, please thinking that we have here at uh, the Detroit Mars. Pod. Uh, Mars, you'll be pod short for podcast. You'll be in recorded, <laughs> Mars. Don't do this. Don't do this. Go on. Just, just <laughs> I, I love, right, that Steve was called a lanky, goggle-eyed freak by a teenager at the start, and I genuinely believe that was true. That, because... that, no, I, d I don't think it was, because it's such a specific insult, and it's obviously one Ricky uses for car. But what obviously... Steve... No, but that was from The Office. That was from no, the... I know, I know, but that's... they. Yeah, they get that insult, and they, they're not going to... The chances that two separate people, Ricky and someone else would come up with that exact insult, uh, very low. But he, Carl, Steve would have been teased and mocked in the street because he's just so huge and recognisable. Well, in, in Series 1, there was that person that said, uh, can I... I know that was in Series 0 as well. We, we've got to do those shows when we've... Yeah, we will. When, when we've, we've exhausted... All 70 <laughs> of these ones, yeah. Um, and uh, some bloke says, uh, can I jump on your back? <laughs> Steve's back. And then, and then when when he says no, the bloke says, "I'll go on your big C U N T." Oh God, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can, I that I can totally imagine is true. Actually, out of all out of all three of the out of all three, Ricky, Steve, and Carl, Steve is the best at telling a true anecdote from his past. Yeah, that's true. Like, there, there's some great true. there's some great podcast moments where like we're not reviewing the podcast because we're not as in love with them and they're not as true. They're they're more contrived and things. But there are some great moments where Steve talks about like um queuing up outside a club and Steve is really really good at telling a story about that's embarrassing about his past. He's just he's very good with the timings and everything. Better than Ricky and Carl that that um talking about we we always like to go over I, th I think you you sort of went over the things that you don't like about the show and i think that's probably a fair thing to do um i didn't like the go i never liked the ghost chat i always skip that yeah it's not i mean there's nothing really funny that comes out of it um it's kind of like it, I'll tell you, it's funny when they come back afterwards and Ricky's kind of saying, well, the only explanation yeah. is a goat. You know, he's good. He's 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 uh, he's funny there. But, yeah, it's kind of whereas Carl, when Carl does um, Pilkington, uh, sorry, do we need him? Which is kind of like Pilkington, but evolved. He, that's really funny. Almost all of them are really funny, like they're funny chats. But <laughs> What's the, what, but, the one bit where he goes, I love that you. That you were implying that a scientist was going to have sex with Noah. No, yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I like the bit when 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 they come back from uh, the ghost chat, and she says, "Oh yeah, that was um, 
like the conversation went on. We were talking 50 about 50 minutes. 50 minutes. And you went, what? That's the best thing you got on a 50 minute. And then Carl says, yeah, might might use that at Christmas. <laughs> yeah. like, it's just so throwaway for Carl. Like, it's just yeah. like, we might, it, it's so, it, that's so unplanned by Carl's going, yeah, might use that at Christmas. At Christmas. <laughs> but um, it's, they never did, did they? And I was quite no. interested to hear it because I wanted to hear the really dark part of the chat. But I, I actually don't believe Carl. I don't believe that they talked for 50 minutes. I, I think it went on a bit longer than they talked about. But I, I don't think it went on that long. But um, it, it's not, it's just not, it's just not that entertaining because... The woman who he's interviewing, very sincere, and she obviously believes it, but she's kind of like, she's just quite serious. She, she like, put it this way, we don't believe that there was ghosts. I think we, I think I can talk for you when I say neither of us believe that she had ghosts. And I'm, I'm with Ricky on that, his kind of um, approach to things. Do you like know what, though? I, I don't believe in ghosts, but I, I don't think I do anyway. But, um... There are there are cases where I'm scared to go into like if someone said you want to go into a haunted house. Like, I remember when we were when when I was growing up in in Ipswich and there was a which is in Suffolk in the UK. If anyone doesn't know, that's kind of like a little country town. And um, across the road from us was like this haunted house, or like everyone kind of thought it was haunted. And I was kind of friends with everyone in the street. Well, friends with a few of the people in the street. And we'd we'd kind of like dare each other to look through the letterbox <laughs> just to see what what had changed. And one time, I think when you're younger, you sort of believe things. And and someone has said, "Oh yeah, the wallpaper changes," <laughs> or or what the wallpaper came off. And we'd like look through this this sort of door flap letterbox. It, yeah, yeah, letterbox. But um. Of course, when you're children, oh, as a child, of course, I wouldn't have gone into a haunted house or a uh, 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 in quotes haunted house. But um, I think now I wouldn't have a problem doing that. But of course, it, there's, you know, I, if I watch a real, if I I don't really watch many films, but if I watch what's the, one, what's the what's the film where it's all on like CCTV camera and it's like oh, normal activity. Yeah, or the, but the one that's actually good. Like, uh, which project? Yeah, I can't. I can't remember which one it is. But it's a very high uh, box office grossing film. That after watching a few clips of that, and then at, late at night and kind of going to bed, I did feel a bit like spooked out. Like oh, oh, you know. But I don't. I don't. You know. Deep the down, worst. The worst know. time of that for me was um, I, I was at a friend's house and we were watching Hostel, and there's a bit where someone's. <laughs> Someone's eye come out, <laughs> as Carl would say. Someone's, Someone's eye, eye come out. Eye it come went out. long. It went long. <laughs> <laughs> and they cut, like, the sort of sinew or nerve that's holding the eye oh, to the God. eye socket. And, oh, and it, it's disgusting. That's just and, gross rather than... Yeah, it's, yeah, but it's torture porn. It's like um, one of those films. And um, then I had to walk home genuinely freaked out. Yeah, no, I, I can really... obviously some bloke wasn't going to jump out and cut my eye out. I was like, I can't do this. But a good horror film, if anyone does want one, I would, and a good ghost story is uh, The Others with Nicole Kidman. I'm a bit of a film buff, so if you if you ever need any lockdown film tips, if you ever need any any from me as well, I'll I'll I can give some tips. Gary can give tips on what Oasis tracks. Films, no, uh, Mar- Mars is a yes. He. His degree was 
basically film he taught media he's watches of films all the time um it's one of the reasons i think we get because miles and i we're very similar in a lot of ways but we're very different aren't we in some ways That's and true, I, don't, huh? I don't watch films at all I, my mum actually sent me the joker because she really wanted me to watch it i watched the first five or ten minutes and i just can't, i haven't i still haven't watched it it's about why four how can you watch the first five minutes of anything and i don't know but um, why? Think, i don't know but um what's the horror film where it's like that sort of like a clown and it's not it, it. but no, not it. But it's like a mechanical clown, and it's like I want to play a game. Oh, um, oh fuck! I've seen that film. I know I what you mean. Why have you watched that? I don't know because I just watched it, and I was a bit freaked out after that. But uh, um, what I did wonder on on the subject of ghosts and like sort of supernatural mumbo jumbo and stuff. Yeah. What What is homeopathy? I've never known what homeopathy is, and Ricky gives like some sort of garbled exp explanation that's like i've actually seen a few people with there who are really critical about the way uh, he handles that <laughs> what what hang on just, what who's critical of critical I'll of what the way he's on like reddit, reddit threads and stuff basic basically ricky is essentially not wrong like what homeopathy is is like where you have you get something something like it could be arsenic or something that does something yeah yeah so something that that make that that has a small impact on you 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 put it in water and you dilute it and you basically and you keep doing that and you end up diluting it to one part in billions and billions until literally there's almost nothing left and there's a great clip of a, a great man james randy that's and, who he's talking about. Yeah, he. They talk about James Randi. I I love James Randi, but James Randi goes on stage and he's like, he has these pills and they're homeopathy pills, and he it's like a it's a tub of homeopathy pills, and it says, you know, do not exceed stated dose. Take one a day or something, and he he basically takes all of them and he says, and just to show that not there is nothing in these things there's nothing other than water it there is one part in billions and billions it is quackery it's it's not real science at all ricky is right to be like ricky's explanation wasn't perfect and mine certainly isn't perfect either but if you if you have a homeopathy cure it will do nothing it will do nothing the only thing it will do is is a placebo it often works yeah, but but what 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 is the point of homeopathy then? Like, why? I, what, I don't why know why people believe in it. It's obviously got something like it's got a lot of pull over people because it's very popular. Um, is the idea though that you kind of, in a similar way to like you know penicillin or like a a vaccine, you take like a sort of the dead cells, and the idea is that your immune system kills it. Is it is the the general think, thought to yeah, improve the immune system? As far as I know, the general idea is kind of that. But with penicillin, obviously, and you're not comparing penicillin to homeopathy because penicillin is real. It does something. Yeah, no, I know. But, but it's more, you know, when you have like we all had the BCG vaccine. Yeah. So basically, oh, they, when you have that vaccine, they put a tiny, tiny amount of, of the of the virus inside you and it, it's not enough. So it can never take over hold. It can never take hold in your body. But they put it inside you and your your immune system develops uh, long term immunity to it. 
So it's kind of like that, but it's nothing like that in a sense because they dilute it to one part in billions. There's no evidence that even if you took the, the actual thing at the beginning, it would do anything anyway. So it's 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 complete kind of it's mumbo jumbo, and um, I don't pretend to be an expert in homeopathy, so my explanation is not perfect either. But that's as I understand it. Um, um, there's a great the Daily Mash, which is if you if you're in the UK, if if or if you're anywhere, check out the Daily Mash. It's a great satirical news website. Um, they do T-shirts with just things printed on it, and one of them is it's got homeopathy, uh, and it says making fuck all difference in 1796, and that, that's that's basically the thing. It makes it makes no difference. Yeah, no, I I, I didn't imagine it would. <laughs> no, but you you didn't fully understand what it was, and to be honest, I'm I'm not fully understanding of what it is but that's as i understand it um i like i always like when they reference stuff like about getting carl famous because i always think what <laughs> kind of they literally did that they literally yeah. did that like when when they were talking they probably thought they'll never really do that but they're kind of he's so intent on getting carl famous and i often wonder whether ricky and carl i know ricky and steve probably don't speak but i wonder if ricky and carl does because I, I don't think they probably speak that much because for Ricky, I think he was so interested in getting Carl famous, but he's done it. And I think he's bored of it now. Like, so he, he, he's fulfilled his ambition. He's got Carl yeah, but that's, that's okay, isn't it? That's the same for any friend. You know, like you have friends that you talk to more than others. There's no reason why that should be any different for Ricky and Steve. And there's no, been no, like, no. And like there's, no, but there's been this massive like call out on, um, twitter and we have talked about it in previous shows so i'm not going to dwell on it but it's um you know everyone wants a reunion episode and you just want to go to no, these people no, like no, yeah no. but you know but it's it's a tantalizing prospect isn't it because nostalgia is a lovely thing but um or it can be for some for a little bit but then you go no nah, it wouldn't be that good but you know he's carl's just a friend like every other friend like me and you we're good friends so we talk you know, yeah. most we will at least text each other like now and again. We talk very regularly. Um, but there are there are loads of friends that I have who are either good friends or not so good friends. And I never talk to them. But it yeah. doesn't mean you stop being friends with them. It just no. means that you just don't need to talk to them because, well, partly because no nothing. <laughs> when I feel like now, you know, <laughs> under lockdown, and they say, what's happened, Carl? Now it's happened. Now it's happened. <laughs> that's now it's happened. that's uh, how okay, I feel so, now. Like, yeah, so... What I would say to that is this. I have no problem with Ricky and Carl or Ricky and Steve or Steve and Carl speaking a lot less than they did when they basically worked together once a week. Mm. They spent a lot of time together. Ricky now pretty much, I've, I think, lives in New York, doesn't he? A lot. Well, yeah. he's, he's, so Ricky's obviously they're all individually busy. I have I have no expectation that they will speaking in the same way that they did once a week or even once a month now however my point is that the reason i if if this is the case it's all speculations we can't say but if the reason ricky doesn't speak to carl which i ima imagine it might be is because basically it's like a finished project then that is a bit out of order because basically you're like you're getting rid of your friends because you kind of 
I don't know. It's Bored like you, I've done what I wanted to do with that. And listen, I, I just so that that would be a that wouldn't be a legitimate reason not to speak to him. That would be a bad reason not to speak to him. I agree with you. There's friends I have that don't speak to. You hardly speak to them. But I think with um, Ricky and Carl, it, to be honest, it's speculation. They might speak quite a bit, but. I just look back, like when whenever they talk about getting Carl famous, I just think, I wonder what they look back and think. Like they literally did that. Carl yeah. is famous on his own well, it's now. It's funny when he says, um, at the start of the episode, no, towards the end, he goes, um, listen, I'll always be part of this. <laughs> and it's like, oh, that's so sweet because, you know, it, if one was to go into the future and go, look at what happened after this. After yeah. that MTV screen test, I know, yeah. After energy abroad, after sick of it, after, and yeah. you know, I'm under very good authority. You know that Rick, that Carl is, uh, in very, very, you know, he's pretty well off. Who, Carl? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He Carl would be a millionaire now. But the thing about Carl is that it absolutely won't change him. And he will probably still do exact, like it probably, if there's something yeah, he's doing, the grouting and like, if there's grouting he's doing, he'll do the grouting. I'm sure he still does it, even though he could, as, as Ricky said on like, cause there, he's been interviewed, I think by Richard Bacon on, on um, BBC radio five or something. And, is Ricky being oh, interviewed? Yeah, they yeah, call yeah. Carl, and and he's That's like, and he said, he said, you earn more than someone who does grouting. Like you, you earn more money than it's worth your time doing it's the grouting. Why don't you just em- employ someone doing it? And one little thing that I'd never, I'd <laughs> never kind of heard. It, I've heard this episode many, many times, but this li- very little thing. Do you do you, do you know that interview? Well, basically, when Ricky's talking about, do you want to be a guest on Pilkington? Basically, and he's saying, if you're really weird, if you're if you're odd, if there's something wrong with you. I know, I know what you're going to say. Thing, one thing he says, if you think you're going to live forever. I never caught on to that. But what was interesting is a few years later, Carl, and I think Ricky set it up, Carl did interview a guy who thinks he's going to live forever. And he, you've seen that yes. interview. Haven't you? That was, for, that was like a, I think it was a an extra on uh, the fame or the politics. No, it wasn't politics. It would have been like the fame or the science. Um, Ricky must have been aware of that guy. Uh, probably aware. Yeah, of, of course. Him, no, aware of him before, and then to, so like he. But it's it's just funny. Anyway, that was just a little point. But uh, that's a nice bit of trivia, and I think uh, people will appreciate that. On on the subject of fame. Um, Gary, at the start, they ask, um, what look would you try to cultivate on TV? And then he goes, I'll probably wear like a, a bubble hat, charcoal. I'd say it's the in colour. And, uh, and then Anorak, and he goes, dressed for a jumbo, jumbo sale. Yeah. Um, what look would you try to cultivate on television? If I was on TV? Well, to be honest, I think it would be quite plain. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just because I never, you know, I like I. It would just be basically my look on TV would be very much like I look when I'm around, you know, pottering around my flat. <laughs> it would just be the same. I mean, you, if you, if Mars now was to be, if, if basically Mars and I were like a Channel Four approaches and said we want to do a five minute interview with you, <laughs> Mars would go, get the most expensive haircut, quaff, quaff, manicure his moustache perfectly. <laughs> 
he would get he would literally go out and buy a whole new wardrobe i would go in my gray t-shirt I'd, I'd do my hair a bit i'd do my hair would you yeah i'd do my hair a bit but um oh just on that actually because this is this is an idea we don't know if we're going to do this yet but if listeners are interested in seeing what we look like we might we might do um uh twitch, twitch. yeah we might do a live stream of a show on twitch so get ready for that but um oh, Gary, yeah, I'll be honest with you i i did um i did actually do a poll on twitter and, and they said people, no no and 10 people <laughs> said they said yes okay so that's 10 people mate and the, the people have spoken <laughs> okay but but yeah you don't like it's it's fine to get like imagine if that guy who didn't like the show kind of comes up it's it's horrible to read the messages as you're doing it live like but so we might get haters that's what i'm saying my point is we might get haters but yeah we should so let's come to some of our favorite quotes i think because there's, the there's quite a few i wouldn't mind doing having a little break first oh yeah let's have a break all right uh see you in a bit guys <laughs> you not no uh, any listeners is this, a thing, any... is this a thing for you or no it's not well it wasn't but there's a lot of spiders are any listeners having a lot more spiders than usual i don't know but uh, yeah i don't mind them they're quite small but there's one really big one in the corner that i don't like just is thought he's still, he still yeah he's behind the book my bookshelf maybe do like uh, what carl's mum did and uh put a little bit of a tip x on the back of it so oh, she did that with a fly didn't she yeah. i can't remember um welcome, um, back. Yeah, welcome uh, back welcome back listeners um listener that's a rule of radio always talk welcome to back. one person yeah i i imagine i'm talking to three million because i think that's <laughs> where we should be um we're gonna we're gonna now do um some of our favorite quotes so i've by the way before we do this i've got lots they're not in any particular order mine so i'm just going to go through them but there's there's probably more that i didn't put on here that i like let's, as do, well. let's do one let's do one each let's do it like a like a, a game of ping pong yeah or... like when we do our top five but there might be more than top there might yeah. be five. so go on you start i i could have done a lot more than five i've, I've got ten yeah, but I could have done a lot more, but but not just that. But I, I think I actually could have done the whole five based around uh, <laughs> Turkish waiters. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, 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 start... I, I could have I could have done all my five based around um, Carl's moving experience with the mo- removal guy. <laughs> That's my favourite bit of I the. I think episode. it's because everyone's had a had a had a. <laughs> A situation like that but i'll well i'm sure we'll get on to that and, and um, i'm sure number, there'll be crossover there'll be crossover between ours so but yeah, yeah. And what's your first and one number, and number 10 it, it, this is towards the end of the show when he says uh it's okay it's been pretty bad today and then uh he wants to wrap it up carl wants to wrap the show up and ricky's like don't do not cut me off oh yeah do not do cut not me off cut. and he does they they have the, they have that um i love when carl goes we always do this I use that, and I, I kind of say that in my life. Not copying Carl, but I just say, like, we always do this. It's like, they do always do that. Ricky always says, it's six minutes two, but Carl is totally in the right. He's obviously been taught, he's a producer. He understands you need to have the news, you need to have a song. You know, you can't just go till two o'clock. No. But, 
Yeah, that's fine. Um, Ricky is exerting his power. Yeah, but, but no, but that's an example of where Carl sort of fights back because Carl does press the button and Ricky told him not to. So that's good. Good on Carl for that. Um, OK, this is lower down my list, but he sounded about 90. <laughs> no. And just and just to add to that, because that was actually is so strange how because uh, <laughs> I was the same as you. I said like he came around today with some empty boxes and, and he was struggling with them. And, and, and actually... Um, I was going to come, I forgot, but I didn't come into the beginning of this show. Basically, what do you think of this? Um, Hello and welcome to Andy was struggling with them. I think, again, that would have been a good name because it's so weird. Not my favourite, not my favourite. It's it's so weird, but I love Andy was struggling with them. My Uh, next one is... You've just just done one. You just just did another one. Oh, yes. Like a sub one. So um, staying on that, um, it sounded cheap. It's fifty pounds an hour, but how long is it going to take him? Yeah, uh, yeah I love that. Um, this is when Carl's talking about uh, giving away the sofa that he's paid for. Which imagine yeah. that on the yeah. on a radio station, he's got hundred quid from yeah. some person to bring to bring a plum plum uh, covered filth on. But go on, do and he says. And he said, uh, I mean, they brought the old family around, which was, which odd. was odd. Yeah, oh, that was literally going to be my next one as well, because I just, I love that. Because it's just the impact that has on Ricky and that Ricky's laugh after, because it is, it is odd, like, to bring the whole family around. <laughs> um, uh, oh, this is one, basically, Mars and I use, we don't do it so much anymore, because we're so, we're like, we're, we're almost doing these shows, um, not not at all professionally, but we're doing these shows like as a podcast. So we we do it much less than we used to. But we used to uh, text each other random quotes from the show, completely random. And yesterday you did text me. Uh, they're not monkeys; they're lizards. So yeah. I'm going to do that one. I know that was one of yours, but I love I love that. Um, Mrs. Matthew said I'd never be a high flyer. Is a classic. How wrong was she? Is, yeah, is classic. Um, this is one I um let me just find it. Let me just find it. Um It's not radio, it's not radio. Come on. You oh, all right, yeah, it's not radio, so you can cut you you're silent all the time and you cut it no, out. That was, that was a joke from the show. Oh, okay, sorry. Um your your wallpaper and your tiles and everything just fall down. I love yeah. that because yeah. how Ricky Ricky's voice he he does that thing where he kind of trips over his own words deliberately. Yeah. You hear he stars. Like everything just falls down. Hair juice as well. Like, what? Uh, um, the only the only reason that line is funny, by the way, is because of the preceding chat. So you'd need to know that. But I'm assuming our listeners do know that chat. But that's yeah. one of my favorite. Well, let's let's um, run through a few. Okay, cool. Now we're in the top five. So at number five, I teased you with it before. Are you going to get it out again? Are you going to get it? Yeah, that's, that's so that's so so sharp. By yeah, Wick, by very, Rick. very very witty. He's and then he does it again. He goes, um, I, "I'm always trying to get you to open your." And then legs. he goes, "Legs." Yeah, that's so sharp. He's so he's so. I, I I love that thing of just oh just I'll get in on that story now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I like um. Do they? That's worth knowing. Yeah. When when Steve um. So Ricky's the car saying women women know when know what they do when they like you. Do they? Yeah. That's worth knowing. Go on. Um, your and next number one. four, 
I apologize for this week. I haven't got a lot out of it. Yeah. You love you love I've noticed about you. You love when they have those sort of quotes. Like I I'd never put that in my top 5 quotes. It's it's not bad. It's 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 not unfunny, but it's you you love it. You love that, don't well, because, you? Because no I I think as someone that is like an aspiring, you know, radio producer or certainly who wanted to be one, um I like a sneak behind the curtain. And I think if anything you know podcasting is 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 a sneak behind the curtain because i i love i love these talks about the production behind yeah. that stuff we've you always know. we've always subscribed like when when we did our hospital radio show and it wasn't i'm Let's not saying not go on about it no 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 but i i just because it's <laughs> like we all like we loved the xfm shows and we kind of bonded over them and the office and we, i always said to mars at the beginning and 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 mars hadn't heard the xfm shows at that time but I had, and I always said to him, and we've since then always done it. I said, you do your production on air and it's funnier. Like if we, if you ever make a mistake, don't ever ignore it and move on and try and pretend it didn't happen. You, you deconstruct it on air. You talk about it and you also do your production on air. Like not all of it. Of course, there's some that's done off air, but always give a look behind the curtain because it's funny. And we've always done that. And that's what I'm doing right now with this statement as well. But meta. Yeah, I like it. So um, I've got uh, Carl, look at me. Look at me. Did he say that? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Like, because he's he, beans in his ear. And just to add to that, which was at my number three, bizarrely, he says, or did he go back with a 350? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a funny chat. Um, I think. Go on, you do your you do your next okay, one. Okay, so we're now we're now number two, we're now at number two. He put one out of his eye. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. And I just like the, the that silent Carl silence of resignation. You know, he does it all the time. He just goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah he guessed what I was up to. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Very funny. Um, and what's your number one? So my number one. Uh, of this episode was were they low tables were they low tables yeah that's good to be honest with you i could have put in any quote from i'm a sucker for a surreal scenario and just the thought of carl and his girlfriend suzanne just in a in a turkish restaurant in Mm. turkey surrounded surrounded by dwarf waiters is as a visual, as someone that learns quite visually, that's a hilarious. It is particularly because it's not. They're not just, and I totally believe the story. But some stories Carl tells, I don't believe. But that one, I do. I can, yeah. I can totally believe. There's a hotel that has just. Um, we well, have circumcisions done in the kitchen. No, no, no. The actual story before <laughs> that, which is funnier. That that story is funnier than the actual than the cut in the yeah. like the. But the funniest thing is, is it would be funny in general if some if say you were in that scenario but the funniest thing is you've got carl the most the most annoyed man in the world like gets annoyed by everything and that and as carl says he, he's right like now he probably wouldn't be as bothered by it but that was probably one of the first holidays they'd had and it's like so you've got midget waiters which will confuse carl <laughs> And then you and then you've got a scenario where they one of them's iron up Suzanne. I love that iron up. Or just iron up. I'm just iron her up. Um, but just <laughs> it, it, but Carl being in that situation is just so ridiculous, That's and it's quality. just so. Brilliant. So, 
they talk about it again on on other on other episodes but yeah now i think so good great quotes i think from the show um if any if listeners have got any particular quotes that we didn't cover um that you think are great in the show do tweet us um get in touch with us but now rolling on from that rolling on from that we're going to do xfm in the community xfm in the community so this is where my, it's not because I don't care, but I just don't, I just don't look. But Miles, Miles, well, out, um, a bit of feedback. Of the show, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Gary, I was in a supermarket the other day, uh, doing, doing my grocery shop as you do, my um, socially distant one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right. And uh, on the radio was uh, You'll Never Walk Alone by Jerry and the Pacemakers. Great and, song. Yeah. But all that was going on in my head was, and you'll never see an old see, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's because I put that, like, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I heard, uh, yeah, I said this before on the show, but I heard um, Life on Mars. Mars. My head was like, where's the bar, bar, bar? You know, know, it's so funny. So as, as never a... see an old man eat a Mars. <laughs> So, adding on to that, um, I asked uh, Twitter listeners, the worst or most inappropriate public places you've been caught laughing out loud whilst listening to the shows? And uh, FLJS, he's been in touch again. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and FLJS, when are you coming round for dinner? <laughs> got, some, got, some, got some salmon. What would you cook? Uh, an XFM listener for dinner. Well, it depends. If it was FLJS, probably, obviously, he's not allowed to eat um, solid food because he's he's got <laughs> this mask on, like Hannibal Lecter. But so I'd I'd cook him some soup that he could have for a straw. But if it was another listener, maybe a bit a bit a bit of steak or something. A nice bit of haddock. Nice bit of haddock. Um, <laughs> yeah, FLJS. Because I'm joking. But anyway, go on. What did FLJS okay, say? Okay, so he said, "Is this a uh, the XFM shows or your show?" And uh, he said. Um, if it was the XFM shows, not me laughing, but uh, but had me one, but had one of those situations on the tube where your mobile plays out loud after you've unplugged the headset, thinking it will stop automatically like ninety nine percent of the times. As it skipped to the next track, that function must have been confused somehow. And Ricky announced out loud, uh, like a, like the idiot DJ for everyone to hear, haha, badly drawn boy so effing embarrassing as I try to play it cool whilst fumbling the volume button down like a madman. Everyone wears headphones anyway, so probably no one heard, unless there are people like Gary, who I imagine puts on the headphones to pretend he is listening to Oasis. <laughs> no, no. Um, I can assure you, FLJS, I am listening to Oasis. <laughs> Miles, will, Miles will vouch for that. Um... And, if, and, and he said, uh, if it was your show, however, uh, no laughs so far as no one likes to pick on an invalid good luck for the recording <laughs> Looking forward to it. yeah well, thanks FOJS. um <laughs> but uh, yeah that's um yeah good comment like it and what's the next one so this is from a new listener actually called uh cufflink maker extraordinaire ah oh, man pack trains public toilets just walking down the street sometimes the shows just make you crack up and there's nothing you can do about it they catch you completely off guard i love that thought of just cracking up in a toilet 
I just <laughs> in the toilet cubicle as someone that is a frequent as someone with IBS with a frequent venture into public I, I, toilet. I can vouch for Mars's IBS. <laughs> he will visit the toilet. But to be fair, over the last like few times we've met, we both we're like two old men because we we both visit the toilet for, for number twos. Anyway, let's not. Thank you, thank you, Cufflink Maker. Uh, thank, thank you, you Cufflink listening. Maker. I like, I like that. Like your name as well. I said that before, Gary. So, um, this is from <laughs> this is from Ben Tabner, another new listener. So, uh, welcome. You're you're very uh, welcome to the gang. Um, I was expecting to listen. Oh, sorry. I was listening to one of them in the bath with the window semi-open. I didn't know we were expecting a delivery that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just lovely isn't it yeah lo- oh uh, that's like who's that ben that's ben tabner ben tabner ben i i'll tell you this now i'll tell everyone i do really, it i really miss having a bath there is nothing i like doing more than getting in a bath when i'm at someone's who has a bath and just putting on the xfm shows or some and just just listening to them have my phone by my side <laughs> when we, when we went when we went to the health spa I love that was my favorite part of it was the bath because I did I put oh. on XFM I just I listened I just, it was brilliant. I've, I've got this vision of you Gary just going around to like a friend's house and going <laughs> can I just well, and then my... they go when they go where's Gary and then they open that they pop up pop over in the old bathroom toilet and yeah. then there's Gary there new naked as the day he was born <laughs> listening to XFM series two well episode my... 14. Um, I don't want our uh, listeners to picture me naked, so let's move no, on. No, I will move on swiftly. Ben Tabner uh, continues, three-star Apple Podcasts. If you can, do it. So can anyone. Which is absolutely true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good good comment. No. Um, any more? Uh, that, that's it, I'm afraid. <laughs> oh, that's not the only... But... Um, I would just say thank you for interacting in any way with the show. If you've done it with our Rockbusters, things like that, um, anything else. Yeah, thank, thanks, everyone, for getting in touch. We really appreciate it. Do uh, do tweet us at tra- uh, Trout underscore D or uh, do follow me on Instagram at Duchess uh, underscore Purnell. That's P-U-R-N-E-L-L. Um, some, uh, some absolute idiot must have made the Twitter name. Yeah, I don't know who, who, was it? who, who could it have been. No, it's me. Who, I, I, it's, the worst, it's the worst name possible, Trout underscore D. So, but yeah, I just want to say thank you so much for interacting with us. Um, we do appreciate it, whether it's been to my Rockbusters before, um, to the things Mars puts out. Um, any, any interaction you have is great, so we really enjoy it. Um, absolutely. Then, now we are going to do uh, a little thing that Mars likes to do where we pick a song each and it's going to go on the uh, website. So notoriously, uh, the XFM library was just full of three non, three non blo- four non blondes, four, non- <laughs> four, four catatonia. Um, yeah. So I quite I like catatonia. I'm gonna... Yeah, I know. I like catatonia um, as two 90s loving Britpop. Yeah. Aficionados. Um, but no, every every week, Gary and I like to select two songs. And we put these into our library that is uh, maintained on Spotify. And it's called the Detroit Spinners Library. 
Um, last week, I did a call out on Twitter asking for uh, listeners to send in their suggestions and we could put those out uh, into the library. So, yeah, we've we've got a lot of people uh, who, who got in touch. Uh, well, I say a lot of people. We've got one person who got in touch. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Thanks a lot, Thanks uh, a lot for us. Yeah, we do, because we asked people to get in touch for songs they'd like to throw into the library. Uh, this is from Nick T. Uh, I would have chosen Out of Time instead of Song 2 by Blur, as so many shows have played it. I mean, hey man, it's a classic. We've got to put it in there. I know. Well, I... I, I um, You chose I, that on I, the whip, I, I didn't forgot, you? I, like, I often... In fact, I almost always forget this feature is coming up. Mars plans it for about three weeks, what he's going to have, which song, which songs it show his personality, and should I put this, should I this will show I'm a bit quirky. But, so he plans it. I just... I just literally, it's the first song that came into my head. Gary turns up, his hair's still damp, he's barely had his breakfast and he doesn't give a shh. So he said... Um, yeah, out, out, out of time, by the way. Great song as well. Agreed. Uh, he said, uh, Nick T says, Buzz and Fly by Tim Buckley is probably the best track xfm led me to and i listened okay. to that today it was it's a very interesting track i i'm not familiar that uh, i'm not too familiar with tim buckley i'm familiar with jeff buckley i, I don't think that anyone connected but it, oh, no, yeah, it's when, when you when you just said that i i just assumed it was jeff buckley but yeah you're right tim buckley i don't think i've ever heard of no, it's, it's a really interesting track. I've never heard from, but but I think that's what we're doing. We're inflaming each other's desire for new music, as well as looking back into the old catalogues. Absolutely. Well, I'm actually, I'm going to give my song now. I, I'm actually going to, this is a song I've always liked, actually. It's not a, it's, I don't think it was a single. It's an album track. Um, it's by the White Stripes. It's off their um, debut album, Elephant, and it's the hardest button to button. It's a good song. I, I love know? the White Stripes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if it was a single, but I, I really like that song. What's your song? My song is uh, Gary, as you, as you well know. Um, something Gary and I have been working on for ages. We, we, we obviously write outside of doing this podcast, alongside our jobs and some and and uh, student life. Uh, yeah. But um, we, we're basically writing a sitcom and um. The the intro track that that I think we're imagining is um this song called "Make Your Own Kind of Music" by Cass Elliot from. Well, uh, no, can I just uh, say it's the outro, not the intro. That okay, cool. This is from uh the Mamas and like from a uh, Cass Elliot from the Mamas and Papas um and it's called "Make Your Own Kind of Music" and I think under these uh, sort of lockdown measures, it's just such a wonderful song. Like it's a feel good song. It's uh, got a lovely sentiment to it. Uh, it kind of adds to uh the feeling of our sitcom and the, and the kind of thing um and in incidentally if you do want to learn more about um the work that gary and i do outside of the d trout spinners then do listen to dutch or otherwise which we um put out periodically yeah but um i absolutely i love that track and i i i actually introduced you to it because i hadn't heard it and then i suddenly heard it on an advert but it was recorded by a modern artist paloma faith i looked out paloma faith so it which was good and i thought oh that's an amazing track then i heard cass elliott's version it was even better but um it just instantly from the moment i played you that song we were we were both of us were absolutely certain that if we wrote something we hadn't written it at that stage but well, we'd written something 
we had we hadn't fully written it but we were convinced that that absolutely would form part of the show because it's just such a beautiful sight and the the sentiment is you know do as you want to do make your own kind of music don't worry about other people what other people think of you do do stand up comedy it's it's kind of pertinent in our own lives and pertinent to other people's lives i think so i i love that song and uh, it's it's weird i was almost going to put that in and then i changed my mind at the last minute it's really strange that um but and then, and then you put it in and said all the sort of things i was i was thinking of saying but anyway, no one ever know what happened but uh gary i did ask you to ask uh paul uh he, your your father yeah uh, yeah there's no, there's no i'll be no, honest with you with a, with a slim turnout no yeah so it's fine doesn't matter we, we i don't know what i'm saying is but my mum luckily stepped in at the last minute and she had a song choice and she, and we are going to put in uh Starman by David Bowie. Okay, she's she's a huge Bowie fan. Therefore, you're a huge Bowie fan because you were raised by her. Uh, I love a lot of your mum's taste. She's got a great taste in comedy and a great taste in music. So, yeah. except she doesn't really like Oasis, so she hates Liam Gallagher. So <laughs> she but, did but, watch the Supersonic documentary, which is also really great. Them, yeah, but anyway, th- th- so I think that is it. Now, this has been the D-Transmitters. We've been reviewing episode 13, I was 14, sorry, of the Ricky Gervais show um, on XFM. Next week, we will be doing the next show, episode Episode 15. Tune in in for that. And, um, yeah, it's been good. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, take care, everyone, uh, over lockdown. uh, I hope these these podcasts are providing you with something, if not just a distraction. Um, Some yeah like i don't know some something to drown the cats out outside when the cats and <laughs> the cats you know when cats are fighting they're really loud yeah just put this Foxes. show on just drown it out that, that's yeah. what it's good for no i like and do and do head over to uh apple or spotify and like and subscribe even rate us if you want uh yeah, join yeah. you're in good company there as long as it's a five or miles will go mental <laughs> i'm joking i don't care what you give us uh but i i do hope you got this far and well done if you did and uh see you next week bye bye see ya